0: You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex is happening in the marriage bed. Here are your hosts, Dr. Corey Ellen and Shannon Efridge.
1: Man, it's, uh, it's fantastic that I, it's wintertime in, in Texas. Somewhat. I'm I mean, some ready
0: for winter. What do you mean, fancy? Well,
1: that's right. That's right. But I, I forgot I'm talking to the warm weather, warm weather girl. <laughs> that that's if what I have
0: to put on shoes. I'm not happy.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. I had no idea. Um, but I'm a cold guy. I love the cold. Just because, yeah. because I'm the, I'm the reverse of the philosophy that you know, heat. You know, I can, I can take off all of my clothes and still be hot. And I mean that in every way that that actually is stated, (laughs) if you think about it. (laughs) I wonder if you that to be a pun at all. (laughs) But no, but it's just one of those, uh, you can always put on more clothes for cold. And so it's like, I prefer the cold just because in the cool, that's my favorite. Like fall would be my favorite time of the year. Yeah. But uh, anytime that first cold front comes through and you see the geese flying and, I mean, that's that's just fun stuff for me because that means... Cold weather's coming, so you can warm up the house, warm up the bed. We we put on the uh, electric blanket on my wife's side of the bed <laughs> the other day. <laughs> so I
0: understand the separate yes, bedding. So, thing. so <laughs> but
1: that's that's how we can get things just heated up because that's what we're all about at Sexy Marriage Radio. You like that segue? How we can just heat things up?
0: There you go. In, in your
1: marriage, I, that's what we want to do. For me. <laughs> and, it totally
0: works for me. And,
1: and some of the things we love to do is is to hear from our listeners, because we have some of the fantastic listeners that are out there in the world, and they regularly email us at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com, and they say, they, they say things like this, because this is something we just got, actually, that yeah. um, this is from a, a, a woman listener, she's talking about her and her husband are great fans. They were turned on to us by a pastor. Of theirs, which I love that that we become <laughs> I did a read resource, that, and I
0: did want to do triple backflips and, yep. and hug and kiss that pastor,
1: and, and in the but, most
0: pure of ways, of course.
1: Yes, and and she was talking about <laughs> that. Our conversations make it so freeing and so much easier for them to talk about everything because I I think that's kind of what we do. I I see yep. that definitely since you came on board, girl, that we will uh, go anywhere. And, and, Are you
0: saying that I'll say anything? Um, <laughs> do you
1: know you? Have you yeah. met you? <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah, you're you're right. And yeah, I love that we stir things up, that we kick the hornet's nest, yes. that we rip scab off of wounds. Uh, but I also think we apply some pretty healing balm there. Uh, we iron out wrinkles, and right. we definitely open lines of communication.
1: Right. And Because that's, that's what we want to do. That's what Sexy Marriage Radio exists for, is to is to spread the word that the best sex absolutely is happening in the marriage bed. And we want to be a catalyst that bring about conversations, that bring about new things, that, that make you kind of look at the nuances of things, the differences, how you get in your own way. Uh, there's lots of different paths that we follow, but they yeah. all lead towards the same thing.
0: And, and I want to address a pain that many of our listeners are feeling right now. We are well aware that lots of people would love for their spouse to listen with them. So to get emails from somebody saying, oh yeah, we listen together, can be really painful right. for those listeners to hear. But here's the thing, when you have an equation that involves two people, even if one person changes, you have a totally different equation. And so take heart that yeah. anything that you can bring to the table, any insight that you gain can actually still translate into some positive changes in your marriage relationship and certainly in your sex life.
1: Yes, absolutely. Because we are, well, that's well said. I'm not even going to add to it. Okay. That was perfect. <laughs> that was perfect. But we do have one other little uh, housekeeping thing to take care of. A
0: housekeeping thing? Right. Yeah, because- as long as it doesn't involve brooms and. And dust pans and all that jazz. I'm, I'm okay with I'm not, it.
1: I'm not going there because. I, if, I
0: know that all that stuff's coming out right now because Thanksgiving is tomorrow and everybody's being just right. fun in the it, house. It, and they have to clean to the nth degree to make it look like they're much tidier than they actually are.
1: But if it's I remember fun. right from a conversation you and I have had, Thanksgiving is tomorrow, which also yes. means something else is going on for you. Yes!
0: today's my birthday. Happy birthday to you happy birthday to you happy, happy, birthday. Birthday. Happy, birthday. happy birthday happy birthday happy birthday to you happy so birthday the munchkins birthday. and the wizard of oz are aware that it's my birthday no, that's actually
1: the minions from is Despicable that what it Me. is
0: the minions <laughs> uh, my son would be so disappointed that i missed that minions are his favorite <laughs> Yes, I am a whopping 48, and yeah. if average life expectancy is 96, I am halfway there. Well,
1: happy birthday, girl. Thank you. That's that's thank fantastic. You. <laughs> thank the, you, thank you. But this also is the Thanksgiving season, mm-hmm. and so it seems like um, since we've been doing episodes on just some of the different emotions that can impact your sex life, anger, sadness, and I just went blank. Anger,
0: sadness, and fear.
1: Thank you. Fear was the first one because we started with that with Halloween. Yes. Thank you. Fear and
0: anger and sadness and looking at the impact that those negative emotions have on your marriage and your sex life. Today, we want to pose the question, what would an attitude of gratitude have on your marriage and sex life? Yes. Because here's the thing, no matter how many disappointments you may harbor against your spouse, they still bring a lot of positive things to the table or else you wouldn't still be there. Nobody is all good or all bad, so we all have our strengths and our weaknesses, and so I was kind of uh, contemplating this morning what direction I was going to go in giving shout outs to my wonderful hubby, and I think that the thing that I enjoy most about Greg, and and you know, it would be so easy to take this down a strictly sexual path, but I say... Anything that you can appreciate about your spouse is going to warm your heart toward them and translate into sexier feelings toward them. So I don't think that it has to be and that's at what you're grateful for in your sex life. No, no,
1: no, because that's actually, I think, a great uh, perspective to keep throughout this whole thing in life because it's so easy to get just such laser focus on what's wrong or what's frustrating or what's hurtful or what's causing whatever point of pain you're dealing with that you don't see the other aspects of them which might thaw some of what's going on in the pain points.
0: Absolutely. I'm a big believer that whatever you focus on is going to be what you focus on.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Whatever you focus on grows.
0: Yeah. Uh, And it's really easy to let the squeaky wheel get the grease of just the one thing that really gets under your skin is the one thing you harp on. But gosh, if you were to take a step back and really look at the aerial view of the blessing that you have in your spouse. Right. And usually opposites do attract. And so oftentimes it's what they bring to the table that you're not as strong in that you wind up being the most grateful for. Um, but with Greg, I was thinking, you know, I don't know of a person who would be easier to live with. He's just so laid back. <laughs> You've been around him. Yeah, I like
1: Greg. I like Greg a lot. <laughs>
0: he likes you guys too. Uh, but, you know, I don't walk on eggshells at home around him. I don't worry that if I leave a mess, he's going to come unglued on me. Um, and he doesn't really leave such a big mess that I ever have to come unglued on. Like we're equally balanced on the neatness, messy scale. Right. Does that make sense?
1: Yep. Nope. I get it.
0: So he's just super, super easy to live with. Now tell me something that you love about Pam. And I, I know that you have a plethora of things you could drop.
1: Yeah. Um, to me, the thing that's that this first and foremost is just her ethic of of life that she is one of the women that won and it tremendous work ethic i just think of anybody that owns a business she would be the employee that is the one that that acts like she owns it you know cuz that ah. that old adage of nobody cares for your business but the owner you know mm-hmm. but you and she would she would be the uh, exception of that because she just takes such pride in what she does and and the way she goes about it, and that translates into a lot of areas of our life that she takes pride in, kind of the whole the mind the managing the household money, the 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 dream, the plan, a lot of that kind of stuff. So I, that frees me to just you know go all over the place <laughs> with with dreams and plans and ideas, and so that's the first and foremost thing, just because that's been a a thread through our entire marriage that she's had, and then the other is just. The watching the evolution over the years of laid backness come into play, um, of spontaneity come into play, of compassion come into play. That, that she's, she's the one that kind of carries the, the torch for a lot of things that I would let slide. And so she mm-hmm. helps keep me in, in a good perspective of, with family and with time and with focus. And so, yeah, that's that. I, I love the idea of opposites attract. Because I think that's a, there's a reason for that, that initially it's that, oh I like what you've got and I don't have that very well. And then later it starts to drive you crazy because <laughs> yeah. I don't have that very well and, and <laughs> how dare you call me out on that. But if, I will, but if I will view it as this is a chance for me to learn to grow mm. and this is a chance for me to confront some of my own stuff rather than try to get you to back off, <laughs> I, think that, I think that changes the perspective. And that makes it to where all of a sudden now I can have a little more gratitude for what they provide in my life rather than the grief that I might have initially seen.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Um, And before I switch gears to, um, you know, focusing back on Greg, I want to focus on something about Pam as well, but it's not just about Pam, Corey. It's also about you. Like I have spent enough time around your family and your kids now in particular, that I just think that you guys make a great parenting team because (laughs) your kids are so, bright yeah. and sensitive and mature and obedient and respectful. And like, they're the type of kids that adults don't mind being around.
1: <laughs> Thank you.
0: Because they don't drive people crazy. Right. Thank you. <laughs> so obviously Pam is doing a great job in helping you raise these great kids. It's That was what I was going to say about Greg is he is an absolutely wonderful father. Yeah. Like I cannot fathom that either Aaron or Matthew would ever have a bad word to say about their dad. Yeah, not saying that he's perfect. No, but you know his areas of weaknesses or his quirkiness or whatever is it, kind of you know it's it's kind of a point of uh, interest and humor around our house. you know we can razz him, but he doesn't take it personally. He chimes right in. Right, but he's just again, he's just so easy to get along with. But that relationship that he has with both our daughter and our son, it's just really a cool thing to watch how they always, always get along. They, they, they're they not like Siamese twins or anything, but when they are together, there's never tension. There's never anger. There's never any type of verbal abuse or anything like that, which is a little bit of what I grew up with. And so right. I think that one of the main reasons that I chose Greg, like I remember the first time that I felt attracted to him was I was sitting in a church pew at a church that I was visiting in Dallas. And I looked down at the end of the row and Greg is holding this newborn baby, his uh, some friends who had just had a baby were there visiting that Sunday. And he held that baby the entire hour. <laughs> and I think that there was something in me that stirred and said, he would be a good baby daddy. <laughs> and I was right. I was
1: a so little right. Foreshadowing, yep.
0: <laughs> yeah. So uh, there's
1: there's my two. Hey, I want I want to switch gears just to, just a quick detour because one of the things when you're just talking about this whole idea of gratitude um, towards your spouse, gratitude towards your marriage, I think there's also a component of having gratitude towards the life that you have and and the work that you've done and what, what you built together, what you created, and and I think this is a team thing, but it's also an individual thing because what comes to my mind is an email we got just recently from a listener that. One of the things I am extremely grateful for is our listeners yeah, because they I'm glad
0: you mentioned that they
1: are fantastic in this in the way they challenge us, also the way they support us now with the bed buddy club mm-hmm. look for the purple button on any on any of the site at simple marriage and at sexy marriage radio dot
0: weave that in there
1: and and but it's also one of those that they they give us shout outs, they ask questions, they give us comments, and one that just came in that he um some of the things i have said has has resonated with him and it sounds like the main one was the idea that he doesn't need to be ashamed of his desire which is that's been my journey oh hallelujah of of i always was kind of ashamed of that That it's like oh i feel kind of bad that i'm <laughs> aroused at this stuff and and so he he's like you know what i'm going to start letting that drive me and and one of the things i love is just the way he re- he wrote this in his in his email was that he was talking to his wife about he was going to confront some of himself and the things he was getting in his own way and how he was going to be able to just start coming alive. And what he realized is once he started letting his desire be a a little more okay, he started becoming alive in other areas of his life. A little more passion just came back for life. And so he had put a lid on his life in general is what he said. And then he talked about how he has such a wife. That's such an amazing blessing. And as he began to embrace his desire, and open up about it. This is what I love, because her her response was, she was able to say, "I'm not there yet, but give me time. I'm coming with you." I love that. <laughs> and it's like that is <laughs> you fantastic go, girl. because that's to weave this back to me. That's one of the things I've loved about Pam is she has areas that she takes the lead in for our family. I have areas I take the lead in for our family, and neither one of us, especially her that I'm talking about with this. She doesn't do a lot of the squashing it like she used to. And it's not just the quick no. It's, it's a little bit more of, you know what? I'm, I'm not sure yet, but give me time. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I'm interested. Hold on. You know, and Yeah. It,
0: I remember one gal who came to Women at the Well and her biggest complaint was, I don't know what is happening in my husband's world, but all of a sudden he wants me. He wants me frequently and intensely. And she said, I don't know what I'm doing to turn him on, but I wish that I knew what it was so I can turn it off. <laughs> And I thought, why in the world, why in the world would you not want your spouse to be attracted to you to the point of arousal? And you're right. That whole arousal thing, people so associate that with sin or guilt. Uh, And the reality is you use the word, Corey, it's just substitute the word arousal with alive. Right. You feel alive because dead people don't have sex. And so the fact that we're living means that we're gonna be sexually aroused right. on occasion. And if we're not, I want to check your pulse. Right. Or I want you to sit down in one of our counseling or coaching offices and unpack why you're not aroused ever, because this is part and parcel with being a human being. Right. And certainly one of the things that I love about Greg is that he has given me so much freedom to explore. My sexuality, to explore my femininity, to explore my aggressive side, to explore my passive side, to explore my dark side, for lack of a better word. Like, just with the, the fantasies that are there and how we talked about how those are so often rooted in childhood trauma yep. or, um, you know, it's a brain's way of trying to heal itself from disillusionments and disappointments. Like, I wouldn't have learned all those things enough to write a whole book on the topic had it not been for Greg adjusting his comfort level to match mine and just pushing the envelope and expanding the boundaries to allow us to experience things that we would have been afraid to otherwise, but we learned so much through experiencing those things. Right. And, and we learned what we're comfortable with. We learned that there are some things that we didn't think that we would be, would feel comfortable with that we're totally comfortable with. And there are other things that we assume that we would be that we've realized that no, we're really not. But I love that we've, that we haven't, Nix things until we've tried it you know yeah. we, we don't knock it until we try yeah. it so he's just a very um uh what's the word that i'm looking for a uh, very flexible very amiable partner of just he aims to please and yeah. if it would please me or he's he's willing to try it or if yeah. i even think that it could possibly remotely please me he's willing to go there
1: yeah and that's yeah. that's the beauty of what marriage can provide i think that i would hope our listeners start to take away the idea that one of the blessings that we can be grateful of with marriage is how our partner can challenge us just to be better because they're there every day.
0: Mm, that, because they see the good, the bad, and the ugly?
1: Right. Well, just because I think that's what marriage is designed for, that that we meet somebody that challenges us just because they're there, just because they're they're invested. And, and I think you know, there's going to be exceptions to this, but I would think that a majority of the people, if they were to ask their spouse, "What do you want for me, for me, not from me, but what do you want oh. for me?" Oh, wow, that's an interesting question. They, the, the, the response from their partner would probably be, "I want the best for you." Mm. You know, I want better for you. I want because they see the good, the bad, the ugly. They see what we're capable of, but maybe selling ourselves short or not yep. willing to confront. Or you know, they see those things because they weren't raised with them. And I think that's part of the process of what growing up in marriage is involving is that the fact that they will point out, you know, look, I know you're better than this in a sense. You know, I, know, mm. I know you're able to handle this. I know you're able. To- I
0: know you're capable. Right.
1: That's, that's I, a better yeah. way to phrase it. That, yeah. that I know you can confront this. I know you can survive this. I know you can handle this. That They see that and that, that calls us to more, but we don't necessarily hear it that way. Yeah, We hear it as, don't tell me what to do, you know, <laughs> or, you know, that's what I, I, I lump a lot of my clients into this category of, I love you, but don't tell me what to do. And I think that's what we fight a lot. And we, we have to realize that's not my spouse's fault. That's mine. I have to confront what I, what I can contribute to that to allow something different to happen.
0: So many thoughts are going through my brain. I mean, we could go on and on and on with how much we appreciate our spouses. Um, let's talk about marriage in general. Um, Cause I know that Corey, that you are a big proponent. Obviously that's why that's what has driven you to create this radio show, to do simple marriage, to do the counseling that you do. It's all driven by the fact that you believe in the institution
1: oh, yes. of marriage and, oh, yes. and
0: what that brings into people's lives. So, Let's kind of focus on that for a minute of, you know, sometimes it's just really easy to lose sight of the bigger picture of what marriage does for each of us and for our family and for society as a whole. Because we just get our panties in a wad, our our boxers out of whack over some little something that our spouse did or didn't do. But in your opinion, what do you think is the biggest benefit uh, or several of the biggest benefits of marriage?
1: Man, okay. Um, Well the first thing that comes to my mind is companionship because I think don't isn't there kind of a human desire that we don't want to be alone <laughs> we we don't we want somebody to 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 do life with to yeah. to to be on this journey with that's that whole idea that you know if you go do something and it's it's something it's a bucket list item and something you've always wanted to do and you do it alone it's it's a cool thing but if you do it with somebody that you love it's even better.
0: Right. You make memories together.
1: Provided there's enough space between you that you don't base your enjoyment off of theirs. Because mm, Because think of those times when you do something and Greg's not on board and it dampens yours unless you can keep the perspective of, okay, you know what? He doesn't like this as much as I do, but I'm not going to let that diminish what I like here. Yeah. And he chose this. He doesn't have, you know, so it's just kind of keeping a better perspective. But I mean, marriage offers companionship. It offers um, the challenge of, of life, of being better. It, but go ahead. I see something. Well,
0: <laughs> I was going to say with the whole topic of companionship before we move on to the next thing. I've talked to many couples that where one or the other is just really ready to throw in the towel. Mm-hmm. But I frequently ask them if you knew a thousand percent that you would never have an opportunity for another marriage or another sex partner your entire life. Would you really choose to be alone rather than stick this out, stay married, try to work it out, continue trying to forge a healthier sex life, et cetera, et cetera? Right. And when given those two options, I've never heard someone choose alone. Okay. Yeah. It, it's just not something that's in our nature. Right. I, even if we're introverted, even if we enjoy time alone, we don't generally want to, to imagine growing old alone. Yeah. So, yeah, the fact that we have someone to grow old with – that's huge. Yeah,
1: and I think that that that's part of what brings me to the next thing that it, that marriage offers is, it just makes us better as people. It's just a people growing machine, mm-hmm. because if you look at people that have been in a relationship for a long time, they're generally softer. You know, they're generally they're not as edgy. They're not as harsh. They're not, and it's just because they live life. With somebody else, right? <laughs> they they kind of—they're not
0: as—they're not as selfish right. or self-focused, right? It's, because they've learned how to be considerate of another person, right. how to be sensitive to their feelings.
1: Absolutely, it, it smooths the rough edges. Mm-hmm. Because I had—I had a client once not too long ago. He made a great statement. It's—it's it's a really good observation that he's like, you know, he's been in business for a long time. He's got a lot of people that work for him. Um, has done it all over the country, and. He says, I've kind of come to the understanding that most every person doesn't mature past the age of fifth grade um, emotionally. <laughs> that we're About all, age 11? We're, we're all about emotional fifth graders. And I'm like, mm-hmm. there's a lot of truth there because that's the, that's what that's where the the idea of panties in a wad comes from. Of mm-hmm. I'm not getting my way, so I'm going to pitch a fit. But as an right. adult, we just and get I'm, more sophisticated in how we yeah. do it.
0: Yeah, that I'm going to pick up my toys and go home. Yep. That I'm not going to play anymore. Yep. Yeah,
1: And that's, and, and it's like, okay, but if you're married, that is challenged mm-hmm. because it's so much harder to just pick up your toys and not play anymore.
0: Right. Especially when you share the same house, you share the same bed.
1: And you've created a life together. You've created a story together. It's not as easy. And that's, that's the thing I love about just the institution of marriage is it mm-hmm. adds that additional container that's pressure to stick it out because that's where everybody goes into married life has some sort of deal breakers in mind. And usually one of the, one of the main ones is if I'm, if you cheat on me, I'm gone. Mm -hmm. And you know, you've worked with couples where the infidelities happen. I work with couples where infidelity happens and, and that's not as easy as a deal breaker when you're into it further, because it's kind of like, hold on, (laughs) we've got a whole lot more going on than just that. So maybe it's worth working this out. And those that do usually find such a better self and marriage on the other side.
0: Yes, that's exactly what I was going to say is that they learned that not even infidelity has to break our marriage unless we choose to let it, that you can fight for your marriage and it can actually make for a much healthier relationship in the long run when there is that greater sense of awareness, not just of your own needs and your own self, but what it is that your spouse truly needs. Because I know that there's always a lot of focus on, uh, well, it's never a spouse's fault if someone cheats. But the reality is, is there's often unmet needs that have not been addressed. And right. so that's the that's topic for a whole nother show, a whole nother day. But yes, I'm very thankful for the opportunity it, that marriage provides to cause us to grow up and to own our own desires and to make ourselves vulnerable and risk the rejection of communicating those desires. But right. we also risk the possible fulfillment of those desires. And I'm sorry, but there is nothing on this side of heaven that is more euphoric, more fulfilling, more satisfying, more pleasurable than a really strong bond between a husband and wife in the marriage bed yeah. that when you, when you know what makes each other tick, when you experience those mind blowing orgasms together, when you're not afraid to ask for your needs to be met or to offer to meet your spouse's need, there is just something incredibly bonding about that, that you have a level of intimacy with your spouse that you do not have with anybody else on the planet.
1: Yeah. Did you no. see the research that just came out on that regard? On, no. On what the frequency – I, I have to spitball this. I was trying to look it up while you were talking, and I ran out of time. Um,
0: <laughs> I'm sorry. I but should have talked No, 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 that. no. That's fine. But it's, it's,
1: <laughs> it's basically they, they did research. I think if I'm remembering right, 300,000 respondents across the country on what helps create a better marriage. Or you know, a better relationship, and it's the couples that had had sex at least once a week had a better connection, reported better better married life, right, and better satisfaction than those right. that didn't that that had less and that more than that wasn't factored into the equation. But it's just it's one of those where regular interludes together, regular com- times together, yes. make a huge difference. And I, that's one of the things I love about marriage. Is and this is going to sound really weird but this is kind of inside into my brain of yeah so they said I do right but that Mm -hmm. doesn't mean the pursuit's done and I think a lot of times we would do that because as, as as human beings and for sure sometimes as men we're lazy yeah and so we we don't pursue like we should we don't woo like we should we don't we don't romance like we should at times and so it's recognizing that just because she said I do does not mean I have full access to her. I still have mm-hmm. to keep working. And I think that's what helps make me better is the fact yeah. that I can't just coast and I don't just have a sex slave that anytime I'm ready, here you go. <laughs> Which you know, is
0: it, I think that that is a lot of men's perspective when they get married. If, now that I put this ring on her finger, she girl, should be I an had, open 24-7 sex slave. I had that
1: in my office not too long ago. That He, he said that straight out to her. And it's like, yeah. um, excuse me, you know. So it's just recognizing that that is designed, I believe. That's 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 inherently comes with the process of it helps us be better so we don't just coast through life. Because mm-hmm. think about how that would spill out into other areas of our life. If I just coasted because I got my job. Or if had I, an
0: expectation mentality right. of, of people I just, owe me this. Yep,
1: if I just coasted because I got kids. You know, yeah. hey, well, I, I, one of my dreams has been get have kids, so I got them now. I don't got to do anything. <laughs> you, I don't want to be around <laughs> those children if <laughs> <laughs> if that's the if that's the parenting style you're going to take. And yeah, the marriage is the same way that it's a chance for us to just confront ourselves and then our partner and be better.
0: Yeah, I completely and totally agree. I really want to thank God when I get to heaven. For creating this thing called marriage and sex and family because I just think that it brings the most joy I, I can't fathom going through life as a single person who never 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 marries I'm not saying that there aren't some perfectly happy oh, sure. people who fall into that category but I am not one of them I'm just very very grateful for the 25 years we've had together so far and for the hopefully many more years we have uh, in the future um, but yeah I want to harken back to something you said earlier Corey as we wrap up is that we are so, so grateful for our Bed Buddy
1: Absolutely.
0: Those who have dove into the French Kiss Club or the 4Play Club or the 69 Club, we just want to say thank you so much for sharing our vision and impacting more and more marriages with every episode that we release. Thank you, thank you.
1: Absolutely. And so I guess to kind of wrap all this up, because you know thanksgiving is tomorrow from if you're listening to this the day it's, it's released maybe you're traveling to see family and i hope that that is a fantastic time i hope you are safe i hope it's blessed
0: mm-hmm. i
1: hope it's a chance just to get away recharge a little bit um but i also ask you ask i'm going to give you a challenge at some point over the break tell your wife tell your husband what are you thankful for in them Mm-hmm. What are you grateful for in your relationship? Because I think that and can help your, go let your a long kids
0: way. hear you say it.
1: Yes, absolutely. Let your
0: kids hear you praise one another. That will go a long way in giving them the security that they need.
1: Yes, because that's something that is part of what helps just make this whole picture better. Helps make this whole thing a better story. And that, that's what we want for you. And so let us know how it goes. Send us an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Um. We'd love to hear what's, what's on your mind, what questions you've got. And if you like what you hear, j- uh, jump on iTunes. Give us a review. Give us five stars. We want to keep climbing the charts because we're not peeking into the top ten as much, but we're staying in the teens all the time, and that's because of you guys. So any help we can get from you to spread the word, we would love it because that's how this thing is growing the way it is. is all because of you guys. You guys rock, and I'm grateful for you. And I'm grateful for you, Shannon.
0: You as well, Corey. This is such a delight and a privilege to get to do this with you every week. And we love you for listening.
1: We'll see you next time.